You're listening to The Practical Vegan Mom. That's me, Jessica Jarmer. Today I want to talk to you about what's been going on in my life for the last year and a half. In the last year and a half, my mother got sick with cancer, passed away. My father, who was bedridden, was taken from the home that he'd known for the last 40 years, and I moved him down with me about an hour south of where he was living to a little bungalow across the street from me. And in the last two weeks, um, my father has passed away, and I have buried him. So in a little over a year, I lost both parents. Now, they both lived to ripe old ages. Well, what years ago would have been considered a ripe old age? They both lived to their 80s. However, my mother lived a good quality of life. My father, towards the end of his life, was bedridden. We all have um, diabetes in our family. Uh, Well, my father's side does. My father's side is, in fact, riddled with diabetes, and almost everybody on that side has either died from complications um, from diabetes or from heart disease. So, that being the case, uh, I, I do everything in my power to stop that from happening to myself or my children. My father was um, an amputee from diabetes, In the end, his cause of death, I just looked at his death certificate, was acute renal failure, which was a complication of diabetes. He also had congestive heart failure. Um, He had neuropathy in his hands and feet. His hands, when they were exposed to any sort of wind or anything, would ache. He said it would almost feel like pins and needles. Um, So the last few years, he was mobile. He wore gloves even on hot days outside, to protect the air from hitting him. And then, once he became bedridden, um, he spent the last three and a half years of his life in a hospital bed. And he was very happy, I will say that, um, being in a hospital bed. He didn't mind at all. He was just excited to be alive. But he never saw the connection between the food he chose to eat and his health. And you know what? I tried. I tried my damnedest. I talked to him about food. I did whatever I could. You know, my specialty, believe it or not, is reversing type 2 diabetes. And here I am watching my father die from it. It was a hard pill to swallow. Especially when you're close to someone and you want the best for them. Unfortunately, when you are close to them, You're usually the person they don't listen to. I remember years ago, my dad was already bedridden. And he was, you know, watching TV all the time. And one of the things he watched was an infomercial with David Wolf. And he called me and he was very excited that David Wolf, this guy on TV, had said, do you know you could take fruits and vegetables and grind them up and have a smoothie and be very healthy? My father called me to tell me this. This is, you know, something I do. And rather than yell and say, Dad, come on, I talk about this all the time, I decided to say, hmm, really? Are you going to get the thing he's talking about? Are you going to get that neutral bullet? He goes, yeah, I'm going to get you one too. And we'll do this. 
thought, ah, well, good, we're headed in the right direction. But that direction uh, veered off to another road and another interest on another um, infomercial. And he got very interested in an air fryer next, which is probably the opposite of a whole fruit uh, smoothie. But it is what it is. My dad, towards the end of his life, was on a pump, an IV pump that was keeping his heart going uh, through his congestive heart failure. And through it all, I would say to him, Dad, we can make different choices. It doesn't have to be like this. We could get you out. We can move you around. But he really just never saw the connection between food and health. He thought I was crazy. In fact, my kids, who try and sneak stuff past me all the time, except for my middle one, um, my oldest and my youngest, who try to sneak stuff past me all the time, when I would say no to something, they would run across the street, once my dad moved down here, to my dad, and Papa would order it on Amazon. Next thing you know, here's a case of Fun Dip showing up, or, uh, you know, a, a case of some sort of gummies showing up. And, uh... You know, being the mom, I'm trying not to yell, but uh, because, you know, it is my father, but uh, I wasn't real thrilled that my kids were doing that. But I understood, you know, he's the pop-up, so he's going to do it. Anyway, my dad um, had a very tough road the last few months, and he ate whatever he wanted the whole time, and again, not seeing the connection. His health deteriorated. Um, he went into the hospital at the end of October. And now I'm talking to you now in February. He went into the hospital at the end of October and was in and out of the hospital five times from October till he passed away in the beginning of this month. The two times, two of those times he was in there, he was in ICU. It was hard to watch. Now imagine having the knowledge on how to avoid this, how to, in some cases, make it even better. Like, I wasn't going to give my dad his feet back or his toes back, but I could have made his quality of life better with my food. However, he chose not to have it. I've been uh, wrestling with myself and, and this thought, like, because my mother, she passed away of cancer, and someone said to her, um, you know, your daughter knows how to cook these foods that are healing. Why don't you talk to your daughter and see if she'll cook for you? And uh, my mother said, I'd rather die. <laughs> my mother and I had a fine relationship, but when it came to food, we saw differently. Um, she didn't really believe that the path I took was the right one. And for her, it was really hard when I changed my diet. I would, you know, be pressure cooking my beans and rice in her kitchen when I was younger as she's making pot roast. Um, there was a lot of traditions I didn't carry over because they involved meat and potatoes. Um, there was also a lot of desserts, you know, I didn't carry over. Uh, although through the years, I've learned to make a lot of my mother's recipes, but in a vegan version. But for my mom, that was really hurtful. Even to her last, like, real conversation, she was bound and determined not to eat my food. And I think it was because she was hurt by my 
changing of my diet. I'm an only child. There was no one else to follow suit. She was really, really hurt by the fact that I gave up the things that she taught me my whole life were good for me and what I needed on my plate. I turned away from meat at an early age and, uh, through encouragement from somebody else, I had incorporated it back into my diet and it stayed there till I was about 20. Um, every time I ate meat, I, I thought of where it came from and I didn't want it, but this happened. And then, um, I turned away from dairy, uh, in my early twenties from about 20 and I gave it up for good. Uh, that only, my mother wasn't really a big cheese eater unless we were talking about like big ziti and pizza. Those are her two cheese things. But, um, it was really hurtful to her that I stopped eating these meals because she was taught they were healthy for you. She was teaching me they were healthy for me. She was hoping that when I had children, I would pass it on to them. And there I was saying that everything that she had done for me up until this point, I am now, uh, not agreeing with. And that was really hard. And even to her last conversation, um, she chose not to eat the food that I ate. You know what? I, I've had to make peace with that. As far as my father, <laughs> with him living across the street, occasionally, only because he was interested in what I was talking about with food, would he try something I, I would make. It was hard because my father, um, I, I was right there, right at my fingertips. I could fix him, I thought. I thought I could make it all better. I had the knowledge but guess what? <laughs> he didn't want to hear it. This is something, again, that I'm going to have to make peace with. My father's gone. His house is right across the street from me. I walk out my door. I see it. I open the shades. I see it. And he's not in it anymore. And there I am still in my kitchen making my vegan food and cooking up all my vegan dishes and my heart-healthy foods, my no-oil no, um, no sugar foods. Here I am making all these things. And, uh, I've now had to say to myself, well, I couldn't help them, but what I can do is help my children and their future. I don't really say very often, you don't want to end up like pop-up or Nana because other than the choices they made with their food, um, they were pretty great people. They did amazing things in life. My dad was very successful. He, he had a great life. Um, he took care of my mom and I, um, so well. So I kind of do want my kids to be like my parents in that way. But I do, um, I do want them to see that they also have the genes present in their body that could flip on the switch for diabetes, flip on, flip on the switch for heart disease, or flip on the switch for cancer, and I just don't want that to happen. So in order to honor my parents, although they didn't believe me, <laughs> I, I am honoring them by believing in the diet that I've chose for my family, and I'm honoring them by making sure that their grandchildren live happy, healthy, whole food lives. Until next time, my friends, enjoy those around you. Their time is fleeting. Every day is a gift. So be happy and be healthy. 